all right everybody welcome back to latino free minds hope you all been doing well thanks everybody for uh tuning in and for staying in touch with us and and listening to our conversations um you know i i think uh it's kind of funny well not funny but you know doing this like actually having the podcasts and talking about things you know it's kind of it's kind of cool you know it's kind of i look forward to to doing this and, and having these good conversations and then just seeing how people react to them so uh you know we're, we're just you know thankful to be here and and hopefully as we learn like we've said before you guys are learning and and we'll just keep it rolling how's how's everything been good good um like you said uh each conversation is um exciting you know to, just to think about having it mm -hmm. um and as we think of uh subjects to talk about and stuff like that we kind of step outside of our own comfort zones because we're not you know we're not experts on these fields or anything like that we're just you know sparking up the conversation to learn about it so it's interesting um, you know, we've got a lot of ideas and I think that, you know, what we're going to talk about today is one of the things that not only Latinos in the United States should be thinking about, but every American citizen. Mm -hmm. uh, it, and it's pretty interesting how um, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights was created, presented and uh, ratified in how it makes, you know, the United States completely different from any other country in the world because the Bill of Rights and the Constitution are so unique in the sense that they protect the people's rights. Um, mm -hmm. And that doesn't just mean <clears throat> a certain uh, uh, race. It's you know? group. It's, it's, it's everybody. It's yeah, group, exactly. It's, you know, just the people mm -hmm. um, of the United States. But if we don't pay attention to it and learn about it and teach our kids about it, then, you know, it could be taken away and then we'll have to learn the hard way how valuable these rights are, you know, to everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's the, and that's the one thing about the constitution, right? Kind of what you were saying right now is it's, you know, the first words are, you know, we, the people, so we're the ones in charge. Obviously we have the institutions in place and, you know, in a sense, maintained order and, and it, it's supposed to run in, in a sense, in a way. So, you know, not every, everyday people aren't having to kind of deal with that make laws and all that. We, we select our representatives and hopefully they are representing us and making laws that bet, better benefit the people. Right. We don't, we don't want any laws put in place that are going to make, or take away any of our rights, right? Um, and then, the, you know, one of the reasons uh, I think this one came up was because as we were we were talking about, you know, doing this podcast and all that, and, and when we were preparing for the first few episodes, it's one of the things that uh, we both kind of agreed with is, is growing up, you know, in a Latino home, we don't really hear much about the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. You know, I didn't, I didn't, really know or hear or listen to anything about the the first amendment you know the, the amendments the bill of rights maybe until i was in middle school and you know 
even then you're a kid, right? And you're not even really paying attention <laughs> like you should be. Well, but yeah, every, I mean, if you were paying attention in class, I guess, but <laughs> if you just wanted to go outside and play or you hang out yeah. and you were just completing your homework to complete it and <laughs> right. get a passing grade, then that was me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, like, it didn't, it didn't stick, you know, at that age, I guess I didn't, I didn't realize, I guess you could say, you know, it's probably a lot of us didn't realize the importance of that. Um, and you know, and I, and living in a Latino home, it's it's not talked about. It wasn't talked about in my house about mm-hmm. you know the Ten Amendments that we have, and the Constitution, and how we're the ones in charge, right? That that those kind of conversations weren't had, and and that's kind of how how this topic came about because you know we were both kind of in agreement that hey, it's true <laughs> we don't. We don't really hear about it at home. And here's the other thing, too, is that did they really want to teach us that in school? Did they really emphasize it to the point where they should have? I mean, this is huge. If you if you think about it, what is bigger than learning about your uh, human rights, your rights in your country? Yeah. And if I think back and, uh, you know, try to remember how much the teachers emphasize this. I would have to say that I, I don't remember on putting a heavy emphasis on the importance uh, that these carry. Uh, so I could be wrong. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, but <laughs> I, I just don't remember. And I think it's one of those things where if you just had it um, for, you know, history or whatever class it may have been, it, it shouldn't just be, you know, uh, one in one grade or in a couple of grades. It's mm-hmm. something that should be taught at different levels at each, you know, grade that you're going through in school, just to emphasize the importance of it. Yeah, because like I had, like you had mentioned before, it's not, you know, not every country has this. We're, we're lucky enough to live in a country that when it was, when, when, when this whole how could you put it? The whole government or this this country was set up. It was set up in a way that gives us freedoms, and we don't have to worry about being under a king or a dictator or anything like that. Or you know, so that's that's why it's really important because not a lot. Well, we're probably the only. I think we're the only country with a constitution like like ours that really gives us a lot more freedoms in other countries. Other countries might have some form of it, but they have limitations on freedoms. And as far as a country with with a bill of rights that grants us a lot of freedoms to make sure that, you know, that we do stay a free a free people, you know, this country has hands down the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I agree with that. And you got to think about too is the constitution was written from people that were running away from a dictatorship, if you will. I mean, they're being ruled by a king and queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> we can only imagine the things that they went through, the the lack of rights um, that they had, mm-hmm. and uh, you know them reporting back to um, royalty, you know, and. Yeah. 
in the different classes that they had. So, you know, they, they, they had gone through really bad things and, um, they wrote it very well because they had gone through those things. So, it, it, and if you think about it, people have been trying to dismiss the constitution for a long time and probably get rid of it. And it's lasted how many uh, years? It was uh, in 1787 when the constitution was originally drafted. So, talking, we're talking about 20 years, 18. About 235, 236 years. Yeah, so that's a long time. Um, yeah. And you listen to these politicians talking these, you know, past, I don't know how many, how many years. Um, and it's when they get sworn into office, uh, they get sworn in to uphold the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And it really doesn't seem like they're, that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's true. You, you lose, you lose faith in uh the the faith in the government right and your representatives and stuff like that because as we just said the the constitution the bill of rights have been around for over 200 years so there in my mind it's like that's solid it works it wants something that's been in established for that long shows that it works now the people that we have to represent us is a whole different thing right and sometimes they might make it feel like oh this this doesn't work but it it does and you know just just as an example you know recent recent events that have happened you know this past week when they were voting for for speaker of the house you know it took about 15 rounds of votes and the constitution has set up the 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 government to work that way right so we have we have i believe it's 435 or 30 438 uh representatives in the in the house mm-hmm. so you know each representing a different district throughout the united states and the way that the whole vote thing went to eventually get kevin mccarthy as the speaker of the house this past week you know a lot of people didn't like the the process, how it was taking long. Some people thought it was embarrassing or this and that. But honestly, from my perspective, my point of view, to me, it was good to see that happening because even though you had about 20 or so that weren't giving their vote right away just because, oh, this is the guy from my party, it's like they were fighting for what, you know, they were elected to do. So... You know, that's how the government was set up. And basically what happened that this past week in just that vote showed how government is supposed to be working. Yeah. And that's an important point because when, if you heard the news, they were talking about exactly what you said, how embarrassing it was, how long it was taking to get done. And this hadn't happened in the past 50 years or however many years it was. Like 100. 100. 100 years. Yeah. So, but what they don't tell you is that before those 100 years, it took a lot of votes yeah. to make a decision. And think about that for a second, is that if in the beginning, it took a lot of votes to make a decision for a, a Speaker of the House, right? The Leader mm-hmm. of the House. That means that 
everybody had their own opinion mm-hmm. and they and it and they had to come to many votes to come to an agreement so think about that part of it and now compare it to this part so in the past hundred years according to the media it didn't take that long and mm-hmm. it was easily decided so do you think that there was corruption from in the, in the past 100 years because they knew what they were going to vote for yeah. just magically everybody was on the same page mm-hmm. and and then and then that just kind of goes to to prove the whole you know party party over people representation right cuz you have for years right like you're saying over a hundred years, it's like, if everyone's just voting for this guy, cause, Oh, this is the guy that's, you know, my party, whatever, let's just vote for him. Let's get it done. Then. Yeah. You're not, you're not getting a Congress or a representative that's fighting for you. So I think, I think anytime I would, I would say before, but now going forward, especially after seeing how that played out, like if you don't have at least a few that are at least trying to fight for something, then, then you know it's just all, all, all partisan, you know, politics. Politics, politics as usual. Yeah. Because in following up on the point that you're making right now, is that if the Republicans are making a decision that quick, one or two votes or three votes or whatever the case may be, they've made a decision on what they want to vote on. Mm-hmm. Each one of those congressmen and congresswomen are representing their district Mm -hmm. and what their district wants. So in other words, what their citizens want, right? Because they were elected by those citizens. So they have to make an effort and fight for what their citizens want. Mm -hmm. And again, if they make decisions on the first, second, third vote, that isn't happening. It's just not happening. So McCarthy had to make a bunch of concessions and promises, you know, that, you know, they were, he was going to have to um, bring to vote bills that they were going to have to bring to vote. They already started doing that. Yeah. And one of the best ones is um, the tax. Uh, oh, the, uh, the IRS, the defunding uh, IRS. Yes, the IRS agents. Mm-hmm. How many was it? It was 87,000 agents, and I believe the funding that they rescinded was about 80 billion. Yeah. So, me for one, when we start talking about taxes, I hate it. Everybody hates taxes. Everybody hates taxes. So, um, and we can do a whole other <laughs> podcast on that subject alone. But, Everybody thinks that when we get taxed, it goes for the roads, um, infrastructure, and things of that nature. But we really have to pay attention to, you know, what what taxes we pay because mm-hmm. that money is already allocated for certain tax. Well, certain taxes are already allocated for infrastructure, um, and they're just coming up with new taxes mm-hmm. just to take money out of our pockets. Yeah. So. You know, and that's a concession that McCarthy had to make. Yeah. And and, and and imagine if the votes would have just gone through like that, that funding of billions of dollars in all of those agents, it, that money would have gone straight over there. And then we would have had more IRS agents auditing us and mm-hmm. ju- figuring out ways 
I thought I'd take every penny that we have in our pocket and put it in the government's pocket. <laughs> yeah, because I I can I can go out on a limb here and and I I would think I'm right because you know I don't I don't at least this is how I view it. You could be Democrat, Republican, or Independent, but I would I would bet a majority of us do not like paying taxes. A majority of us see our checks and we see that tax money leaving every time we get paid and we don't like it. Um, and, and like you said, right. And I think it's something that we had, we had talked about in the, in the previous episode was like, they're using this, our tax money for things that, you know, we don't want them to use it on, you know, for example, you know, funding abortions, you know, we don't, there's, there's many of us that don't want to fund abortion through, through our tax money. And I think that's actually one of the ones that's coming up in the next couple of days is, is voting to not use federal, uh, tax funds. money, federal funds yeah. for, for abortion and, and just kind of getting back into the, the whole McCarthy thing. And it's like, yeah, he, he had to make the concessions and, you know, they started up Congress and introduced the bills that they've sounds like he's, it sounds like he is, uh, pulling through on, on the concessions he made. So I'll well, give here's you the thing say. is that people have to understand is just how they weren't, uh, voting for him and making it difficult for him to get the seat, mm-hmm. um, knowing that those Congress men and women did that, that if he starts going sideways and doesn't, you know, come through with what he promised uh, to do, they can impeach him and pull his ass right out of that seat too. Yeah. So I think at this point he knows that they're not playing games. So if he starts backing out right now, you know, they'll start drafting uh, articles of the impeachment on, on him too. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was one of the ones where one of the concessions was, if I'm not mistaken, that any member of Congress can pretty much bring up a vote and say, "Okay, we we don't we don't want this person as Speaker of the House," and and also you know it would benefit him to whatever concessions he made, whatever deals they agreed with, you know he, he's gonna have to stick with them because at the end of the day, that's that's 20 representatives. It's not a lot. It's not the majority, but it's enough to not give them the votes they need for anything. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they made it difficult to get him at the speakership position and he got it, but now it's like, all right, you got to keep your word. You got to stick to yeah. these deals because those same 20, I could see those same 20 just being like, you know what, you're going to introduce this bill. We're not going to vote for it. So, you know, they lose, they lose that uh, majority that they have because those 20, are very important you know people as i was watching it's like well mccarthy can't lose i think it was six votes right at the time and it's like you know right at the beginning boom he was already down six votes so you knew okay even though everybody's got a vote still it's done it's a wrap because yeah you know at the end of the day like we were saying before it's partisan the democrats weren't going to vote for him and no republicans were going to vote for a democrat because that's just at the end of the day it's it still is partisan and it's about yeah. their party. And in all of this, you know, we kind of got stuck talking about, you know, what just recently happened because it's important, but it also shows that, you know, the way that the constitution was set up, um, allowed this to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's how smart, if you, I don't know any other way to put it, you know, yeah. that the, 
the the founders, the founders, or you, you know, the ones that drafted the Constitution, how well uh, thought out the language. It was very specific, well thought out. Um, when they wrote it, so it could um, exist for so many years. Mm -hmm. uh, you hear a lot of politicians, um, a lot of people out there, influencers, trying trying to say that the Constitution or the Bill of Rights isn't relevant to today's times. But if you think about it, it doesn't matter, you know, how the technology advances mm -hmm. uh, or anything like that as time goes on, because, you know, people are people. It, whether you take them from one period in time to another period in time, yeah, technology changes, but mm -hmm. it's, a, for example, they didn't, uh, on the Second Amendment, <coughs> excuse me, they didn't put a specific weapon, you know, that, you know, we're, we're able to uh, bear arms. Yeah. It, 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 it's not a specific because they knew that, you know, in times, you know, the weapons were going to change, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So if, if you fall into that group of people that think that in, it's not relevant in today's, um, time and day, the Constitution or the Bill of Rights, really think about it. Because if you read the uh, amendments, the way that they're written, it, it transcends uh, periods in time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's 100% true. And, and kind of just to get back to that, it, it's like we were saying before, it's a lot of people that come to this country come because the countries that they're in don't have these freedoms right you have you have countries that don't allow you to say what you want to say uh you know first amendment freedom of speech freedom of religion they don't allow you to be you know a certain religion like right now i think um you know one of the one of the like in for example china i believe you can't be a christian in china or if not you're you're or muslim, muslim, I think. muslim yeah um, I don't know. I think, uh, we'll, we'll use Ukraine, right? I think you can't be a, an Orthodox, which is kind of, it's kind of similar to Catholic, but an Orthodox in, in Ukraine right now, because they're going through the war and somehow it's, I guess, a, a Russian thing, right? So each different countries have different ways of, of not, having these freedoms that we have right you can't say anything negative about the government in certain countries or else you know they'll come they'll come get you they monitor everything you say and they'll come knocking on your door <laughs> they'll come knocking on your door just for speech and and that's the thing to the point you were making is regardless of the changes in time the changes in technology like that doesn't matter because at the end of the day as people we should want the freedom to say whatever we want to say. You know, obviously people are going to say things that other people might not like, things that are offensive, things that are hateful. But at the end of the day, if someone is, you know, if someone is talking that way, then you don't have to associate with them. You're, again, we're people. We're free to decide, like, all right, this guy's dumb or this person's dumb. I'm not going to associate with that person. I'm not going to listen to that person. So well, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. If you're saying something that I don't like, you have the freedom to 
you know, free speech to express yourself, right? Right. I also have the freedom not to listen to what you have to say and walk away or not pay attention to you. Mm -hmm. So it goes hand in hand. And in today's society, that's a kind of a big problem because if it affects us and it hurts our feelings or we don't like it, um, we, we want to shut it down, right? Yeah. Instead of ignoring the person that said it, we want to affect everybody's ability to speak freely. So what if I don't like what you have to say? What you say offends me. Mm-hmm. We can we can go in circles the entire time, but usually the people that shout out the the loudest in regard to um, to that issue, you know, wanting to shut people down because it's offensive or you know, they just don't like what they're saying. Period, because it's mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's causing a huge divide because they're not quite understanding what the the freedoms are. Yeah. You know, it's like you want to be free. You want everybody to understand you, but you're not allowing other people to be free and for you to understand them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's a double standard. There's hypocrisy and uh, it's childish. Yeah, it's, it is. It's very, it's very childish. And, you know, people, People like that are, are in a sense, very like weak minded, right? Where it's to the to the point where, like you were saying, like I have to accept everything from your end, but you can't accept my end, and then I I'm the one that has to suffer because just you can't you can't take it or or whatever, right? And and I don't think people understand the the significance of wanting to have other people's rights removed or limited, you know, that that doesn't lead us to somewhere, somewhere good, right? Like you said, you could go in circles so much with that standard where you get to the point where we won't even be able to speak Mm -hmm. because no matter what anybody says, somebody could find it offensive. Well, look, we could take it in levels, right? So there's people that feel like that. Then you go to schools or universities and they want to cancel certain words for those same reasons. Mm-hmm. Now they're taking their right, our rights away to express ourselves or talk in the language that we want to use. Mm-hmm. Then you go into government buildings and you know, you're expected to limit in words that you use, or you have to use additional words or meanings or whatever. And then what's next, making laws, mm-hmm. you know, limiting what we can say or adding words, just basically changing the language so people don't get offended. Yeah. You know? And then that's something that, you know, especially like with, you know, with the, the Latino angle, it's it's our language. The Spanish language is, is based off of masculine and feminine words, right? That's how, that's how you know, you know, what you're talking about. It's just that's how the language is set up. And to want to change, we would have to sign in order not to, (laughs) you know, we can't say Latino, Latina, you got to say Latinx to include everybody. It's like, first of all, it's like, it's exactly what we're talking about. It's people that, uh, have put some sort of negative meaning to just a regular word, right? A word that's been around for years, history. And 
and it's because it, it, they're 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 weak, they're weak minded. They can't take it. So now people got to change words. They got to change their language. And again, now you're starting to limit. And and the Bill of Rights, the First Amendment, didn't say you know you can only say what you want when you're talking in private, you know, or you can only say what you want when you're on the phone or, or whatnot. It, it didn't say where or when it just said you have the right, you know, the freedom, the, the freedom of speech to, to say what you want to say. And again, everybody should have that freedom and that freedom should always stand the test of time because as a people, if we ever want to speak up against anything or against the government, we should be free to do so. And that's something that, you know, in, in recent history with, for example, with all the COVID stuff, you couldn't speak against the government narrative. And that was one form of showing people like, okay, this is what happens when the government starts restricting what you can and cannot say about yeah. certain things. So that w- that right there should have been a huge eye opener for people as far as our, our freedom of speech and, and how it was limited through the government. Yeah, um, right away. If, if we were well versed, and I'm talking about all of us, I'm not talking about certain people. I'm talking about me, you, um, peers, everybody, family members. Is that if we were well versed and we were being told that we can't express or say certain things about what we see with our own eyes, we would have gone, whoa, 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 wait a minute, you're violating my uh, First Amendment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, that didn't even come. It's like, they don't want us to understand it so that they can violate it, so that they can suppress it. Yeah, and then going back to the whole manipulation thing is people have been so manipulated to think that that was okay. Because yeah. they were, quote unquote, in this sense, they gave you a guilt trip. You're trying to save lives. So don't spread misinformation because yeah. more and more people are going to die if you say this, this, or this, or recommend to use this, this, or that. So, you know, that that was in, in recent history, one of the, the major times where our speech was very limited and controlled by, you know, government and, and these, you know, these places where, where, you know, people get information. Right. So, um, that, and that's why it's not good. And then, so that's, you know, kind of free speech and, and freedom of religion. And, you know, the, the first amendment has a few things actually, and it's the, the freedom to, to assemble. So, you know, everybody's free to get together and peacefully protest. And, and, you know, again, if you're, if you, protesting is speaking up right it's it's speaking up against something that you're against and you know the key word though is it's peaceful and and you know it's again recent history we saw a lot of protests that weren't peaceful that were being described as peaceful and we're not happening at all happening exactly right and then the one protest that got all the attention was the January 6th protest that, you know, yeah, they, they went into Congress and all that, but on, you know, nobody, nobody got hurt compared to, compared to the riots that were happening the previous year. I mean, mm-hmm. January 6th was nothing, but again, 
you're led to believe that those riots and all that protesting didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, look, businesses were burnt down. Um, I think it was like 20 some odd people uh, murdered. Mm -hmm. um, federal buildings destroyed. Uh, businesses burnt down. Yeah. Um, there, there, there was a lot going on. I think, uh, what was it in Seattle, Portland, somewhere over there? Oh, yeah. They Seattle. took over an area. Yeah, like um, a block or something. Yeah. And January 6th, uh, there was a lot going on there. Uh, there was lie spread. People, uh, Miss Abbott was murdered, but that was by, I believe, the Capitol Police. Yeah. Or something like that. I could be wrong, but... Um, yeah. That that day, as far as I'm, I know, that's, that's the only person that was killed that day. Yeah, and they did say that other uh, officers died, but it was misinformation because... It came out the following day that that officer that did die um, was from a heart attack, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So, yeah, if you heard it out in the news, it like we said on the other episode, it was probably a chismosa or a chismoso <laughs> that, you know, you need to fact check them. Yeah. Um, so going back to the Constitution, uh, you know, we're talking about how important it is and how it, it's been implemented um, in recent history, you know, what we've gone through mm -hmm. recently. But um, the Constitution was originally drafted, like we said, in 1787. Uh, the, the Bill of Rights, which was, I think, um, 12 amendments were presented in, or maybe it was a little bit more, but 10 of them were ratified. And those are the, the Bill of Rights. So it's one through 10 mm -hmm. and they're, they're obviously really important. And, you know, we're going to uh, concentrate on the first and second a little bit more right now, because we're going to show the difference between, you know, um, Mexico and the United States uh, and, and only because, you know, that's where our roots are from, you know, uh, parents are from there. Yeah. So, one of the things that I can tell you from uh, being around my family and visiting Mexico is uh, they obviously, you know, they have limited uh, um, free speech. Uh, they can't really express um, what they want to, would like to express openly. Mm -hmm. And uh, the second one is the Second Amendment, uh, the right to bear arms. And... Uh, on the last episode, we were talking about the cartels, and this is the best example of why it's important um, to have those two rights. A lot of people say that the Second Amendment is to protect the First Amendment, mm -hmm. uh, and if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. But in Mexico, when we used to go visit over there, uh, people don't have firearms, but there's a lot of criminals with firearms. Yeah, There's a lot of... Uh, police with firearms, which is, you know, if they weren't corrupt, that you know, that'd be totally fine. The government, same thing. Mm -hmm. um, but people should have a fundamental right to protect themselves. Yeah. In, uh, in Mexico, again, it's a really good example because they don't have something to protect themselves with. And 
they're overran with criminals. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, again, if, if you want a, a recent story, it's, it's kind of talking about the Second Amendment and how, you know, the government, the, the cops, they have their guns. The, the cartels, you know, they have their guns. Nobody's stopping them from, from being able to, to have weapons, right? And knowing that they do have the weapons, they're the ones that are more than likely causing the most uh, chaos in, in uh, down there, right? They're keeping people in fear because what, what can the people do? The people don't have anything. Legally, they don't have anything that they can get themselves to protect themselves. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to the Second Amendment, it's one of those things that uh, that we have it here in, in the United States. And, you know, we're, we're thankful for it because it's not people don't buy guns because they want to kill people. You know, people buy guns because they want to be prepared in case something happens, you know, and mm -hmm. and luckily here in America, we have that right. We have that privilege to 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 own a gun. And, and if something were to happen, someone breaks into your home, someone's trying to hurt your family, you're able to protect yourself, you know. When you're in a country like Mexico and you got the cartels running wild and they have firearms and, and you know, normal citizens don't, then there is no way for them to fight back a fair fight, really. The, yeah. the, 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 the cartels are going to do whatever they want to do. Um, you know, like like recently, they I think they arrested uh, Chapo's son, right? And mm -hmm. once that happened... There was, you know, you would see all these videos of the cartel shooting up. I think they shot at an airport and they're, they're just kind of just going crazy trying to get this guy back. Yeah. Um, man, this is, it goes, it goes pretty deep because you started thinking about old stories about uh, everybody that's listening to this look up uh, Fast and Furious. So it's an operation where um, firearms were being run uh, down through the border. Mm. Lo and behold, who ends up with the uh, firearms? The cartels, right? Criminals. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not okay for citizens to be armed, but it's okay for criminals to be armed. Yeah. In um, in one big misconception, or or a topic that's avoided. And I wish politicians here in the United States would turn to the camera and really tell the truth is that the right to bear arms is not to hunt. It's not, you know, um, to go target shooting or anything like that. It's to protect yourself and protect yourself from a, a tyrannical government. Yeah. Straight up. That's mm -hmm. the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, and from my experience, criminals are not going to go out and buy a legal gun. They're going to go out and buy an illegal gun that can't be traced. Yeah. Uh, lawful citizens are the ones that, gonna, that are going to go and purchase a legal firearm. Um, but there's people, you know, that have troubled lives and have 
you know, committed crimes with legal guns. We're not saying that that's not going to happen. But if you do a percentage of uh, people that protect themselves with legal guns versus illegal, I mean, it's going to far away. You won't think it will, but that's because uh, news networks don't report on all the the positive cases. Yeah. Uh, you report on all the negative. So if we just hear the negative, it, it's it's going to skew our judgment. You know, we're going to... They're guiding us, they're manipulating us uh, on, into thinking that <clears throat> that's the only thing that happens. But, you know, again, we have to think for ourselves, be open-minded. Um, and if you want to protect you and your family, uh, what would you do? Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, you know, just kind of looking at this, it's like, you know the the people in Mexico can't arm themselves, right? So again, the, the 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 cartel has all the guns. They have all the chaos, right? Like like Danny said, Fast and Furious. Chances they probably got the guns from us. Um, but you know, just dollars. <laughs> but you know, in the since he got arrested, it says at least. Uh, so there's been 19 gang members, probably cartel members, that have been killed, and 10 military personnel. Um, died during violent clashes in northern Mexico, state of Sinaloa. So it's like that's just from arresting a guy. So, um, you know, it 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 goes to show that what Danny was saying right now, the criminals, the bad guys, the guys with bad intentions, they're not gonna follow the law. You know, you can't buy a gun in Mexico. So, you know, how do these how do these cartels end up with them? You know, they, they go and, and uh, a criminal is going to do what they want to do. And and like Danny was saying is a lot of the times on the news, it's like the negativity that, that gets the most spotlight. It gets the most uh, attention. But the good positive stories when it comes to uh, gun owners and, and things like that is those don't get attention because it goes against the narrative right if they're trying to manipulate people and make them believe that that guns are bad for you and then they want to get rid of that um you know it 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 makes no sense because then you end up in a situation kind of like what mexico is going through now and you know at the end of the day that's just you know you you feel for them because Again, if they had the ability to protect themselves, I don't think there'd be that much chaos in Mexico when it comes to all uh-huh. that illegal activity. Maybe it would control some of that, uh, the, the you know, the drugs that get run through there. But, you know, people... Well, here's the thing is this, is that people have to understand this, is that, if, okay, in Mexico, if, uh, if a city is overrun by the cartel, they'll go up to... Um, uh, everyday citizens, like normal, you know, people that are don't seek to be in in a gang or in a cartel, but they'll give them an ultimatum. It's like, okay, so uh, someone in our, let's just say, a friend of the family in Guapa, Michoacan, he was a police officer, right? And when all this crazy stuff started happening, the cartel goes up to him and goes, "Look, you got two options." You can continue being a police officer and we'll take care of you or you can come and work with us. So 
the ultimatum is basically you're going to die or you're going to come and work with us, right? Yeah. So my point is this. He can't defend himself, right? Even though he's a police officer, he's on his own. All the other police officers are probably corrupt, right? And yeah. they've been given the same ultimatum, right? So what does he do? He turns into a criminal mm -hmm. or flees. Yeah. So if people had the right to bear arms and they had the rights like, the, like uh, we do here in the United States, guess what he would do? He would assemble with you know his neighbors, his peers, community members, family members, mm -hmm. and they would be able to defend themselves against these people that give them that ultimatum. Yeah. But they can't. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a, it's a perfect setup for, for crime to take over. Yeah. And it has, you know, like, like you were saying, it's, it's in here in, in the United States, we have the second amendment to help us protect ourselves from a tyrannical government. Right. And then, you know, if you look at it in Mexico, it's, well, they got a corrupt government and it's not just that. Now they have to worry about now they got to worry about all these cartels and all that. So they have two different things that they have to fight against and they don't have the ability to be armed to do so. Yeah, it, that, that's why it is really tough, but it just emphasizes how important the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are. Mm -hmm. They should be taught with a great deal of emphasis, you know, throughout, you know, uh, elementary, middle school, high school, into college, and um, you, and let everybody know that you know the fundamental rights that they have and how important they are. Uh, when they don't bring them up and minimize them. You have uh, people like Feinstein in government where I think it was a TV interview. She said, yes, Mr. and Mrs. America, if I could come and take your guns, they're gone. Uh -huh. I mean, yeah. she she didn't say that word for word, but she said something to that effect. It's not a mm -hmm. quote, but that's what I can remember. But that's what these people would want to do. This is the, yeah. Some of the people, this is exactly what they want to do. And thank goodness for uh, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights because though that's the block mm -hmm. that won't allow them to do it. That's why the, the news networks promote all these ugly negative stories that are out there. Yeah. And, and that's their main objective. That's their main goal. If they could, you know, force us to shut up and silent our voices, different, our differing opinions uh, to their opinions. If if they knew that we couldn't protect ourselves, do you think that they wouldn't hesitate to to shut us up? Mm -hmm. We already found out that uh, social media companies had a direct, like a hotline, if you will, with politicians. Politicians were telling them, ban them. So can you imagine if, if, if we didn't have these rights? My goodness. Oh, we would live, the, the United States would be an echo chamber of information that they want to transmit, and that is it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the, the uh, um, 
you know, I think uh, what's it, I think they call him a fake Mexican, Beto O'Rourke. Even he had to when they asked him like about guns, he's like, "What do you say? Hell yeah, we're gonna take your guns or or some something like that." And I think it was directed to the ARs or yeah, the AR-15s. Yeah, he said, "Hell yeah, we're gonna take your AR-15s." Um, and it, and it's funny because there's a uh, the the uh, kind of as you were saying that I, I thought about the it's called the Gonzalez flag. And I don't know if you know which one that one is, but watch. I think you've seen it before, but this one right here. Oh, okay. The come and take the flag. Um, so just to kind of you know, give this history here, it says, the come and take it flag is a symbol from the Battle of Gonzalez that prevailed through 183 years of Texas history. The flag stood for defiance against Mexican dictatorship. And today, the flag's meaning remains rooted in Texas pride. So, you know, even then, the, this flag, the 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 famous "Come and Take It," uh, was fighting against Mexican dictatorship. So it's kind of, as you were saying that, like it kind of, I kind of remembered. Uh, it reminded me about that, and you know, even then and now, it's. Yeah, maybe Mexico doesn't have a dictatorship, but at the end of the day, the government it has in place hasn't done anything to give them any more rights. Or let's say even this is the thing that I don't understand. Like Mexico is right, you know, right below us. Uh, And, you know, they see they see the United States. Right. Obviously, like we talked before, a lot of people from Mexico, from from, you know, Latin countries want to come up here because the opportunity that's provided and you know at the end of the day the freedoms that they get here compared to maybe where they're at and my my thing that i don't understand is if mexico sees how or any other country in general let's just say any other country sees how well this constitution works for its people like why don't they just duplicate it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but it, it, it's probably a power thing, right? When you start giving the people the power, then, you know, maybe that's not something they want. But, you know, it makes you wonder why we're, we're so close. Everybody wants to come up here. Why not just duplicate it and, and give the Mexican people the same freedoms that we have, you know? Yeah. Well, I think um, the people, the citizens from other countries want to come up here. They don't know this, but they're coming here because we do have a bill of rights mm-hmm. and we do have a constitution. So they see how free we are and how we can express ourselves and everything. They don't know why, mm-hmm. because, you know, they had, they weren't taught that, you know, our constitution or bill of rights. No. Um, but the other thing that they don't know is that, you know, our politicians are trying to take it away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they want to be more like the country that they're coming from. That's the little untold dirty secret, right? Yeah. And it, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of messed up, you know, <laughs> the way that it works. And, you know, what you were talking about is that so those citizens that are coming from those countries, that's why they're coming. But the, the government from those countries are going down. The, the U.S. gives their people way too many rights. That, that Bill of Rights and that Constitution 
is garbage. That's too much. That's too much, man. It's like, well, like you um, said, even our politicians think it's too much. Well, some of them. Well, wasn't it um, Hobb when she was being sworn in, and then uh, they asked her to? They were they were swearing her in, and when the question came up, you know, to uphold the Constitution. Didn't yeah. she supposedly laugh or giggle or? Yeah, she was like giggling uh, when in that part when they were, when it's the, uh, you know, when they tell you, will you uphold the Constitution? And I, you know, basically, just both say I do, right, as a mm-hmm. representative in government. Uh, and just throughout that whole thing, she was like giggling. So it's like, okay, yeah, they're laughing in our face. Yeah, it's a joke to them, you know. Yeah. So, you know, and right now is where we're talking about that. It kind of reminded me something pretty important. I know we're focusing on the First and Second Amendment, but there's other ones that are really, I mean, they're all important. Um, yeah, I'll share this screen. This one has the the 10. Uh, the- well, it's number six. I'm, I'm looking at it here. Mm-hmm. Um, rights of accused persons, an example, have a right to a speedy and public trial. Mm-hmm. So basically what that means is that um, before the Constitution or the Bill of Rights, I could be wrong, but um, the king and queen uh, and their clergy would accuse people of crimes Mm. and uh, they dragged it out. They dragged out those trials and everything. So people potentially were um, sitting in a jail cell waiting for their trial to come up for many years, Yeah, and uh, they would never bring it up, and that was a form of, obviously, punishment. And um, that's why it's an important amendment, because it's one of those things where they can't just throw you in jail and throw away the key. Mm -hmm. If they're going to throw you in jail... You know, you're going to have a speedy trial to, you know, um, basically for them to show that, you know, you are guilty and give you a sentence and get that sentence uh, started right away. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, I think that one, like you said, the seventh one is the, the right to a jury trial. So then that way, you know, like you said, if you're accused of something. You have your 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 right to be decided right by by your peers, members, your peers, yeah. and and also the eighth is protection against cruel and unusual punishment. So, for example, let's say if they do find you guilty, you know they're not gonna you're not gonna get punished something that's excessive to the crime, you know, yeah, gonna fit. So, you know those those three right there are and the and the fifth as well, right? You, the fifth gives you the freedom to not basically speak or testify against yourself or, or, or incriminate yourself. Yeah. You know, um, protection against, uh, unreasonable search and seizure. Um, you know, basically you need a warrant, uh, or, you know, with probable cause, uh, for that to happen, mm-hmm. you know, that's the fourth amendment. So, Going back to the original point in the beginning of the video is that if you read these and you're and you're being honest with yourself, you know, and, and you you're going one by one, you could see how it transcends time. It you know it 
but today's new technology really doesn't change this. You know, we have new platforms where we can express our our speech um, or where we can assemble. It could be a freaking what we're doing right now in a Zoom call or you know, video like conference or, you know, something like that. But the right should be the same. It's not like, you know, mm-hmm. technology is really changing that. Yeah. Um, right to bear arms, you know, uh, with technology, you know, we have, you know, new firearms, um, but we, we have the right to those new firearms because the government has, uh, access to those firearms as well. A lot of people use, well, you can't get a fighter jet or, or something like that, or a tank. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If I could afford one and I could take the time to learn how to use one, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd probably buy one. You know, that'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah, or, but, or I mean, that's not reality. Or they'll say like, you know, what would, and I think a couple, a couple politicians that even said that, like, okay, what's what's your AR gonna do against a like a fighter jet or or something or a bomb? And it's like, well, you know, once the government, once government officials start talking like that, that's exactly what the second amendment was in there for they make your point. <laughs> yeah they make your point, make your point. and and mm-hmm. and then just another another thing that i thought i thought of too when we were talking about the the second amendment is you know right now a lot of people are anti-second amendment a lot of people are like well only the police should have guns and it's funny because a lot of the people that say that tend to be the kind of people that don't trust the police at all so mm-hmm. it's interesting that they would want the people that they don't trust to be the only people that are armed. And and we can see, like, you know, we've been using kind of Mexico as an example, but we can see Mexico has a system where their police officers are armed, but the people aren't. And how is that working out? Yeah. You know what? And firearms are kind of crazy because they can make, um, they're the ultimate equalizer. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is... Uh, uh let's just take an example because there's a lot of stories about this is that a female um protects herself against uh, an intruder or you know someone that's trying to abduct them or something like that right mm-hmm. so we're talking about you know a, a a guy that could easily overpower a woman and you know uh do what they want you know, with mm-hmm. the woman, mm-hmm. you know, for example, abduct them or beat them, rape them or whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. So what I mean by the ultimate equalizer is if that woman, you know, knows how to protect herself with the firearm, turns around and um, shows herself. that she can defend herself against them. Mm-hmm. It's the ultimate equalizer. I don't yeah. care how big that guy is. I don't care how strong that guy is. He isn't going to do anything to her. Yeah. So, um, you know, we can't lose sight of that. Again, you know, we can look into statistics, um, you know, how many women have been able to protect themselves or their kids against someone. Uh, that'd be pretty interesting to look up. Yeah. You know, rather than just being brainwashed by, you know, whatever the news networks uh, want to show us. Um, so... You know, and going back to that comment that you made about, you know, politicians will say, you know, what are you going to do against our, you know, a bomber or whatever the case may be. It's like, well, you know, if we get to that point and and the people have to defend themselves, I doubt it that, you know, 
they would make it to to the jet <laughs> if uh, if people you know still have the right to bear arms. They wouldn't even get on that damn plane. Yeah. Uh, to do anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would you would you would imagine right that they wouldn't. But I, I think it was uh, who was it? Because I would, I think it was Eric Swalwell. He had tweeted something uh, to that effect uh, about you know what are you gonna do mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, with your gun? You know what I mean? So yeah. you know it, it's it's these these politicians are are just kind of again going through their 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 party line their what their group wants right the the whole manipulation against the second amendment um you know it's there's a saying that you know what is it guns don't kill people uh what's the full saying guns don't kill people people kill people or something like that yeah that's exactly it and it's like yeah like if i if, if someone's a gun owner again like i had said at the beginning a gun owner doesn't buy a gun hoping to actually use it on a person. That's not that's not why, you know, someone buys a gun. Someone buys a gun just to be prepared in case someone does want to hurt their family. Then, like Danny said, you're it's the ultimate equalizer, right? Cuz you never know. It could be one person that that is bigger than you, outweighs you, or it could be several people. Exactly. And at the end of the day, when when something like that is going down, you know, God forbid anyone's ever in that situation, you want to be able to fight back with the best um, tool possible, right? And in a lot of cases, in those kind of scenarios, yeah, the gun is going to make you equal, and chances are you're going to be able to better defend yourself. Yeah. But at the end of the day... You know, I think it it is a really important uh, amendment in the Bill of Rights because it protects all the other ones. Yeah. And it's like that saying that I said earlier, you know, the Second Amendment protects the First Amendment. And, you know, it's because everybody really knows the First Amendment, but the Second Amendment protects all the amendments. It, you know that's that should be another saying. Yeah. In uh, in Latino households, I mean, I've heard so many people against uh, owning firearms, and and I would think that they they would actually be the ones that understand it the most. You know, would see it its importance the most. Yeah. Um, and to take it to another level, if they really studied um, the Constitution or knew enough about it, not necessarily studied it, but they they knew about the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, I think it would just stress the importance of, you know, being able to protect it. Yeah, so this is the, it was Eric Swalwell. Uh, We were talking about, like, how how the Second Amendment is to fight against a tyrannical government. So this, this is what this smart guy said. He said it would be a short war, my friends. The government has nukes, many of them, too many of them, but they're legit. I'm sure if we talked, we could find common ground to protect our families and our communities. So, 
instead of just oh. saying we could find a way to find common ground to see what works, he said this this junk at the beginning and basically said, yeah, you're not going to beat the government, which is, yeah. all right, man, that's that's a problem. Yep. Well, my response is we need protection from you. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to share it because I know I had seen, uh, there's someone else that did it too. Um, but yeah, someone, some, uh, someone before him, if I, I could be wrong, but I think it was someone before him. But I think uh, one of the first people to reply to that tweet made it very simple and short. And it's like, you, you just made the case for <laughs> the Second Amendment or something like that. Yeah, that, that just exactly. It makes the case exactly with the, again, talking about how the way it was written, it stands the test of time. Exactly. You, you proved the point that this amendment was written you know, 200 years ago, you proved that point today. It's like, it has no time limit. The, the The Bill of Rights is what it is. The way that those guys made the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, was because they lived through it, right? They they had gone through, like you are saying, living with the king, living with, with uh, a government that maybe falsely imprisoned them, that didn't allow them to have arms to protect themselves. So, you know, they did what they had to do. They came out here and, you know, they created this, this constitution, this, that, which allowed this country to grow as great as it's grown. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, they've, they've lived through, they lived through that. That gave them that forethought, that knowledge and knowing, all right, when we set up our own place, these are the things that maybe the people should be able to do. And yeah, it stood the test of time. I, w- I would, you know, I would hope that this, the Constitution, these Bill of Rights are around for, you know, as long as this country is a country, that we have those Bill of Rights. You look at Canada. Mm. You know, they're straight up um, saying that they're banning firearms. Yeah. Um, the protesters, the truckers that were protesting, they. Uh, what did they do? They, um, they, they blocked their bank accounts. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, that, that's what a country looks like when they don't have the freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. They don't have a constitution or bill of rights like the United States does. Yeah. So you get out of line and, uh, the government will whip you right into shape, get mm-hmm. back in line. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's what we want, go ahead and protest the Constitution, protest the Bill of Rights. You hear a lot of arguments that, you know, it was a bunch of white people that wrote this, the Constitution, and, and uh, for that reason, it's not valid. Get, get that you know, out. Yeah, that's dumb. Get, get that out of your head. You know, uh, look at things. Um, with, with an open mind, don't get influenced by other people being in your ear, whether it's politicians, doctors, teachers, uh, your peers, or whatever. Uh, really read that and see if you can decipher any, from those words, uh, any racism. You know, and, and, and as a matter of fact, now that you say that, it's like, it doesn't matter that it was a bunch of white men that wrote it, because at the end of the day, 
if you were to pick someone from a random whatever country you want to choose that doesn't have these rights and you give them the option do you want to live in america with these rights or do you want to live or stay where you're at with these rights i'll mm -hmm. bet you 99.9 percent .9 of the time they're going to choose america and and they're not going to care that it was white men that wrote it they're just going to see that these are the freedoms they have and it's like okay yeah i don't have these over here yeah i'd rather be over there it's yeah. simple it has nothing to like you said it has nothing to do with race but you know again people always got to find something right to to throw race into and well they've, they've been manipulated yeah they've been they they've been brainwashed to think otherwise yeah it's like if we go back to that screenshot it, it it doesn't specify which people have those rights. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Those are those are the rights of the people. That's it. Exactly. So, and like you were saying, right? It doesn't say what gun or or what gun you can or cannot have. Um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't say here. You know, the First Amendment. The it doesn't say the Bill of Rights for whites. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't specify it's for everybody it's for all men and women um and that's just this is what it is yeah, you know as, as we're looking at this i mean this is more just to just to be funny but i see freedom of speech man i wish some people didn't have the freedom of speech because <laughs> i don't like what the hell is coming out of their mouth but you know <laughs> You know, and some people assemble that I really wish wouldn't assemble, but, <laughs> you know, I don't want everybody's rights to be taken away right? Uh, because of that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and that's, uh, you know, it sounds funny, but it's, it's that simple. Like, just, <laughs> why, why do my rights or, or why does somebody have to lose their rights just because I can't, you know, because I don't like it. I don't, like, I don't it. like it. You know, mm. like you said, yeah, there's people that I wish weren't talking and saying what they're saying, but at the end of the day, I'm not gonna, like I said earlier, I'm not going to listen to them. I'm not going to watch their, their shows. Like for example, you know, like all those late night shows, they're all super, manipulated super liberal and all this and all the jokes that they say aren't even funny and it's just dumb dumb stuff it's like i don't like what they're saying i i don't want them to say what they're saying but at the end of the day i'm not gonna shut them down and it's just like all right i'm not gonna watch them i'm not gonna listen to them well, i've got a good example for you so comedians used to be funny <laughs> Tell me and, hold, hold on quick. <laughs> comedians man, I, my laptop was gonna die well <laughs> comedians used to be funny right yeah so sometimes we'll sit at night uh, going through the you know different I don't know what you call them they're not even channels anymore but the streaming um, platforms pretty much yeah you're just looking for you know uh, a special like a comedic special yeah um, and you know, you give people a, a try and, um, 
you know, you start hearing the first jokes that they're saying and you're like, damn, that sucks. But let me, let me see what they got. <laughs> and give them a chance after a chance. Wait, one more. Maybe they're going to, they're just like, they're, they're going to get funny right now. And no, they didn't get funny. Yeah. And then I just turn it off and I change it. But I don't think to myself, you know what? Those jokes were so not funny that, you know, he should he shouldn't be allowed to tell those jokes. You know, it offends me how not funny he is. And I want him off the networks, you know. I, I, yeah. I, want, I want him canceled. I want her canceled. Right. It's like, I don't think that. I, don't I just go, he sucks, she sucks. Not watching him again. <laughs> Change the channel. Right. Right, buddy. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Com- comedians are supposed to be the the ones that you know. Again, it's comedy. It's not real. It's just to to cause people to laugh. Um, but man, like a lot of comedians just just lost it. They're they're so they're so woke, right? That well, they can't even be funny. These people that are childish, that get offended, are are the people that are trying to take away the First Amendment. They don't even know it, and they would disagree with what I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. But that's really what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and they, they, said they don't even know it. They just think it. They don't even know it. it it's just all about themselves and, and you know. They don't think about the, what do you call it? What's that word? The repercussions, consequences, consequences of, of trying to shut people down. Yeah. So. And, you know, the establishment in, encourages that. They know exactly what they're doing. They're like, hell yeah, let's shut them up. Yeah. And then, you know, they're like, yeah, we're on the same team. Let's shut them up. And then they shut them up. And then guess what? They the establishment turns around and goes, you know what? I don't like what you're saying. You shut up too. And then you're like, wait, me? Yeah. Me shut up? We're on the same side, man. What's going on? It's like, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Yeah, it's like when, when that standard that you're 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 fighting for and, and by taking away other people's rights, eventually will come back to you. And you're going to say something that, that isn't going to fly. And, and there you go. Again, you go in circles with it to the point where nobody's going to have the right to say anything. And, and, you know, again, comedians, they've gotten super weak because of that. Comedy was supposed to be something that kind of, I could just say like it pushes the envelope right on, on offensiveness, but you know, it's a joke, you know, it's just, all right. It's satire. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even, even music, right. Even, even mainstream music, rap, rap used to be, against the the uh what do you call it it was like anti-establishment now Mm -hmm. it's just you know whatever the narrative is so you know it's just that's a whole nother topic right that was that's probably could go more into the the conversation we had about manipulation when it was with with those uh kind of you know entertainment and all that but you know it's it's part of the it, it has been affected because yeah people are trying to control speech though so in a yeah. sense it is it is kind of tied into to what we're talking about yeah man it's um 
very interesting. Just thinking about talking to our family members, it's like going, hey, tío, ¿qué opina de, de los derechos de, de las personas, los, la constitución y todo eso? It's like, ¿qué? Yeah. ¿Qué es eso? ¿De qué, de qué hablas? Yeah. Ni qué constitución ni qué nada. Yeah. Pero, ¿Preferías tener una arma o todo el pinche desmadre que hay en México ahorita? Yeah. You know, hey, they, it, it's, I think, yeah, like you said, they don't think about it that way, right? Um, but, but once you start to, to break it down and, and start talking about the, the Bill of Rights and the freedoms that we have, then, then, you know, okay, I think it's more understandable. But like we were said at the beginning, it's things that don't get talked about. So yeah. you just kind of, like you said, you don't realize the importance of them. Yeah. And it, we talked about uh, when we're being influenced, um, they train your mind from a very young age um, to to not use your mind in, in a common sense, in a very pragmatic way. And, and check this out. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because the the Bill of Rights, the Ten Amendments, if you go down the list, mm -hmm. a lot of it is almost instinctual. It's like a instincts for a person like you, you know, instinctively, you know that your voice matters, right? Right. You, you shouldn't, um, you know, not express yourself or give your opinion, right? Mm -hmm. That's something that you you naturally feel that you have a right to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Defend yourself. Someone comes up to you, shoot, or trying to hurt your family, you want to defend yourself. Right. So, you know, you don't want to be taken advantage. All the other ones are kind of basically cover you not being taken advantage of by the government. Mm -hmm. and, and those are instinctive things. Like if someone's trying to trick you into incriminating yourself, or accusing you without probable cause, that, that's an instinct. You go, wait a minute, you, you, you have no right to do that. You don't have any basis uh, yeah. to do that. So it's all these, what I'm getting at is that they're washing away our, in, our instincts mm -hmm. to, to protect ourselves, to express ourselves. So it's kind of funny that way. I don't know, I just had that thought in my head and and thought it was interesting is that these are instinctive emotions, feelings, uh, reactions that human beings have, mm -hmm. that these rights are protecting. It's pretty, and then, I don't know, it seems kind of yeah. deep to me, but. Um, yeah. And then as you were saying that, I kind of had this other thought that, you know, these, these amendments here were, were written by people that, you know, they, they did believe in God. It, it was a Christian foundation, if you will. Um, so, or if you want to call it, they had a good moral compass, right? Uh, and I think that's why this constitution, these amendments have lasted the test of time because they were, they were done in a way, like you said, that, 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 uh, natural instinct, it's like that, that moral, compass that says yeah this shouldn't happen this is good this is bad you know what i mean like 
Yeah. And I think that's why... They almost goes into, like, these are your God-given rights type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, as we talked about in the, on the on the first episode, I think, was when we mentioned it, is like, well, we're dealing with people nowadays that have no morals and no values. So they'll make you think that these these amendments, these freedoms that you have need to be limited or taken away because, you know, uh, a person has their God-given rights. And I believe like in the best way that they could, that's what they created with these documents. Ooh, you just, you just made me think of something. So you said, okay, these people trying to take your God-given rights away. They have no moral compass. So they're trying to convince you that you don't deserve these. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have, you know, a foundation like that, you could potentially be tricked into, why do I deserve these? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Or why do people deserve these? You know, we're... Um, we're serfs, we're, we're beneath these people that are running the government, you know, these politicians, we're beneath them. I say, hell no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So, you know, the, the, the Bill of Rights and all that, it, it's, it's the importance of them. I guess, like we said, it is, is, it's, it has great importance and that they stay the way they are, right? Never allow anyone in government, or any representative, or any institution to betray your rights, basically, or to take away your rights. And and if we see that happening, it's like we have to call it out. Because we're able to, through those rights, we're able to speak about, you know, what we see that's going wrong in, 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 in our government. You know, like like you were saying, right? People come to this country and they don't think the 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 government is corrupt, and it's like, yeah, it is. It's not as noticeable, maybe, but you know, they do it behind closed doors or or where they think it's not going to get out. But Ooh, I just got a thought. Out. If the corruption would be more noticeable if we didn't have these, if yeah. we didn't have the Constitution of Bill of Rights. That's why they're like, God damn those Bill of Rights. <laughs> if it wasn't for those pesky Bill of Rights. <laughs> right? And them saying whatever they want to say. Ah, mm-hmm. You know, but it's true. Like, again, they, they do it in the in the background when they think nobody's watching. And, you know, just just as an example, the even the whole um, the Twitter file things, right? That was one example of, like, how they were censoring people again going against our bill of rights our first amendment of saying what we want to say but they're doing that behind closed doors and i don't know if they thought okay this is never getting out but again they were doing it and it's not either way it's not right and as as people of this country with the rights that we have we should always speak out about that and not just let it slide because if we just let it go then next time they do it, all right, they're going to, all right, we got away with this much last time. Let's see how much more we can get away now. Yeah. Well, it's, um, uh, what do they say? Winning by inches. Mm-hmm. It's if they try to go for the 60-yard, you know, pass touchdown. Yeah. That's noticeable. Everybody's going to notice that. 
Yeah. But if they hand it off it, and they win, they, they gain one inch, okay, that's not as noticeable. Nothing's really happening there. Yeah. But then they hand it off again and then they gain another inch and then they hand it off and gain another inch. That's the whole yeah. um, um, strategy, if you will. Yeah. You know, it's there. they're chipping away an inch at a time. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, until they get exactly what they want. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, and that's sometimes too how we have to, in a sense, fight back, right? We have to get that inch back, you know, because at the end of the day, right? We, I'm sure, we want our touchdown, you know, our our 90 yard touchdown, and and boom, we win. But yeah. it, the way that well, this battle is, it's like if they take an inch, we got to take two back, and, yeah. and we're not gonna get everything we want in one play, basically. We have to, and it's kind of like what we were talking about, like when you vote, right? You're voting for things that are less extreme in a sense, because, you know, like you were saying, you can't put the whole e-break on, right? You can't score the touchdown right away sometimes, but you got to take what you can get, right? And maybe it is an inch, but you keep going and going and going until you hit your your goal. Yeah. Well, thinking about it that way, it's like, do you want them to throw that 70 yard touchdown or do you want to knock their asses down, you know, every inch that you can? Right. Yeah. So, it's a good way to put it. Maybe they fumble it at one of those points where they get injured and, you know, we, we take the ball. But I, I got an idea Latino Free Minds t shirt with the Bill of Rights, you know, okay. in the back. Yeah, or yeah. even in Spanish. Yeah. Like, ¿Qué es <laughs> yeah. No, I, I yeah, I'm I'm working on uh on on the gear and stuff like that, getting some shirts. Uh but we, we could we could come up with some ideas that, that she's muscle shirt. That would be a good one too, like we were saying last yeah. time. So yeah. uh yeah, we can get people to 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 support support the cause and you know keep this running. Um you know, if you haven't visit the the website, the website is probably where once that all gets set, we'll probably throw those on there. Um, so yeah, we're we're doing what we can to to get the word out. And again, you know, I think uh, for the people that listen to this and and that are, you know let us know that they are like they enjoy what we talk about. You know, not to kind of. Oh, what would you say pat our pat, pat ourselves on the back and all that but you know I've heard people say yeah it's it's conversations that you know people need to have or people need to hear so it or didn't even think about having yeah yeah so like if if um i'll admit um i didn't know the importance of you know the constitutional bill of rights uh, the well, I wouldn't say the majority of my adult life now, but you know, going through my twenties, I don't think I really yeah paid too much attention to it. You know, I had two kids by then, and it's one of those things where if um if I had paid attention to it, I would have uh, emphasized that a little bit more with my kids. Mm-hmm. So you know. Maybe we aren't thinking about it. Maybe we should be thinking about it. Maybe we should tell our kids the importance of those, you know? Yeah. They're over there 
telling them, I don't know what in the world is more important than that uh, right now. I don't know what kids are doing these days, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think, you know, that that should be something that hopefully it sparks, you know, this conversation kind of sparks that where, where people are talking to their kids more about the Bill of Rights or themselves are looking more into it. Just or just like you said, thinking about it. Like, oh yeah, this is this is why I do this, this, and this, right? This is why I got the ability to do that. So, you know, the 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 Bill of Rights are are super important. Should have more focus, like we were saying, and and it should be more focus to the kids as they're growing up, so they know what rights they have. So when they get to be young adults and and become a voting age or, or whatever, they're able to tell if there's something, some kind of law or some kind of politician or somebody that's running that wants to take away their freedoms or restrict their freedoms. You know, they already know the importance of the Bill of Rights, so they'll know, hey, you know what? Well, they know their rights, period. Yeah, I'm not going to vote for this person. This person's trying to, you know, mess up my... Second Amendment, my Third Amendment, my Fourth Amendment, you know, whatever, and they'll know. So when they come to make those decisions, they're they're definitely more informed, and I guess know more of the importance of what they're voting on and who they're voting for. Yeah, because you know, yeah. not to not to make this go any longer, but you know, for example, in California, right, we just had that one. The, the turn it came into law this year where a doctor can't uh, say anything that goes against uh is it the cdc or or yeah or something like that and it's like that is a law that goes against the first amendment right because no no profession should be compelled to just go with the government narrative no person you know, let alone profession, but just person in general shouldn't be compelled to go with the government narrative or lose their job. Like that right there, That that's one re- recent example and a law that got passed that is in effect as of this year in California. So, you know, just kind of goes to show you that people sometimes don't understand that and they've been manipulated to to not see that that bill getting introduced and all that and then it coming into law and then they don't fight about it and they just let it happen there's a there's this quote actually it's in in i believe it's in the constitution any law that is repugnant to the constitution is null and void period that's a good one so i mean that's about every law in california (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's exactly it it's like if we're walking around and someone telling us that it's illegal it's like it's against the constitution therefore it's null and void it's repugnant get out of my face (laughs) yeah we need a shirt a hat repugnant you repugnant There you go, another shirt right there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, no, no it just goes back to knowing your rights, and, and we're not saying that we know our rights. Shoot, we 
we need to learn more of our rights. Um, yeah, yeah. It, every, I guess every day is an opportunity to learn, right? And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. All right. All right then. Well, that was a that was a good one. Hopefully, people are able to get something from here and keep the conversation rolling. But yeah. thank you for tuning in, and and we'll 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 see you guys on the next one. All right. Later. Later.